eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. Tuesday, Tuesday, Al and Jerry. Jerry and Al Postgame Boomer and Carton Podcast. And uh, a lot of conversation today on the show about this wonderful lunch that I can't go to, unfortunately. And trust me, I would much prefer to be at lunch with you guys than where I am going. I will, I will get into that in a moment, what I am doing. But, uh, to the, but a lot of controversy over the restaurant and what is going to be served. And you and Eddie were in the studio when this whole thing came about last week. This is all about the guys wanting to go have crabs for lunch and then figured, hey, what the hell, let's have a little staff lunch. And they picked a crab place that doesn't have crabs. Yeah, I guess I, I had no idea crabs was a seasonal thing. These Neither crabs, these crabs are not coming in until uh, May. So now we're just going to do a regular staff lunch at uh, I'm not sure where. Right. But it got me to thinking about crabbing, and you, you you're a down the shore kind of guy, sure. Jerry. And and uh, I used to go with my family crabbing. We'd get those cages, and I always found it strange in that we would put a piece of like a raw chicken. Uh, with the the raw chicken skin, and we'd we'd tie that into the cage in hopes that the crabs would go in and eat the raw chicken. Mm. And I found it strange in that raw chicken is not found naturally in the ocean no. or in these bodies of water. So why would a crab want to eat raw chicken if it's never seen raw chicken before? I guess because you can't tie down a fish, maybe that they eat. I don't know the answer to that. Well, I some people do. We used to also tie down a fish head, fish. like a fish head. See, that makes sense to me. Yeah. I guess the fact that the chicken meat just has some sort of a scent to it, how there's a scent in the ocean, I don't understand. Just like right. sharks can smell blood. How is that possible? But whatever. And from miles away. I don't know. I mean, I went. here's all I know. I went crabbing a lot with my grandmother when I was probably in my you know, 9, 10 years old area, somewhere like that. And we did the same thing and never caught one. Never caught one. See, we would get the crabs, but my parents always did it. When we when we when we didn't go down the shore, we would go crabbing in Bayonne, mm. which is not the a lot greatest. Of crabs in Bayonne. Huh? Well, there were crabs there. The problem was the water we were pulling them out of seemed um, Icky. risky at best. But crab to me is one of those foods that, it, and I have a list of foods like this that is a lot of work 
for a little meat. Yes, like very a little much so. payoff. I agree. You crack at least like with a lobster when you do the big cracks and you 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 crack the claws and you pull the meat out. It's like a long big piece of meat. Yes, it doesn't fill you up, but it's still at least something to chew on. These crabs, it's just like these tiny little pieces I'm eating with my little fingers. Right, which is why you got to buy like you know the crab meat salad. Yeah. Or the crab cakes. It's done for you, and there it is, as opposed to this nonsense. I don't eat crabs. I don't like crabs. How about cr- uh, the fake crab that they have? What does that mean, imitation crab Imitation crab What does that mean? So I, I'm told it's a fish, some type of cheap fish, that looks and tastes like crab meat. But it's not a crab. But it's not a crab, thus it's a lot less expensive. Boy. Talk about a lack of respect to that fish. But people will eat that. Right, you're not even being sold and eaten as the fish that you are. You're being sold that and eaten be as like, imitation crab meat. That would be like if someone wanted to eat me, it would be like imitation human. Yeah. What, what is that? That's terrible. What a oh, horrible lack of respect. Yeah. By the way, who's paying today, do you think? You? Well, it's not me for sure. It's <laughs> Boomer or Craig. <laughs> Boomer. By the way, just quickly, let me just address this, because people think I'm the biggest tool on the planet yeah. to ever do anything. It's so not true, and I so would like to be there today. You would love to be there The today. problem today for me is I have a cat who is 17 years old who I, whatever, love to death. We've had her since I've been married. It's been great. I have to put the cat down today. She's got cancer, and the last few days have been horrendous. I tried to get it done yesterday knowing about this lunch, and when I called the vet, they were two doctors. They were One was in surgery. I mean, it's amazing. Pet doctors in surgery all day, but whatever. And the other, they were book solid. They said they would make room for me if it was that much of a necessity. I said, I'm fine tomorrow. Booked it for today, which is at 2 o'clock, and then realized when I hung up the phone, holy crap, the lunch, I'm going to get buried for this. But I'm not just skipping on lunch because I'm a jackass or I don't want to go. I'm skipping on lunch essentially because my cat's time has come and gone. So have you had other pets? a little bit of a pass. Have you had other pets in the past that you've had to put down? You know, I have, um, but I wasn't there. For, I'm like, my one pet died in the veterinarian hospital when we thought they were going to fix her. It didn't happen. Dog or cat? A dog. And then my other dog growing up died uh we had to put down i stayed in the waiting room i think my mother and my father took care of it because it was really their you know i was, was young. their dog yeah so i don't really remember it too much this would be my first experience of having to actually put the animal into the crate basically telling her that i'm ending your life which is right. just ugh, miserable and the kids are i feel horrible for my kids but whatever it's, and you and you were wondering life. whether you stay in the room for that or you yeah i mean i think it's kind of you know part of me says you have to stay in the room the other part of me says she has so lost her mind the last few days. She's not even the same cat. I look at her, and I see a blank stare, and she can't even walk. I don't even know what I'm looking at. So I don't know. I'm not sure how I'm going to handle it yet. But that's what I'm doing today. I'm not just skipping out on the staff lunch. Can we please move on? Yes. Jerry, let's move on to something uh, equally important. Um, we were talking about Washington State versus Washington, D.C. And uh, I brought up the question of why— if there are only 50 states in the in the United States, why would we name Washington, D.C. that? Why would we name that and right. confuse people? Because people will then say, well, wait, is this Washington, D.C. or is this Washington State? By the way, for the record, I'm 41. I'm still confused. Yes. So uh, um, many people on Twitter said to me that uh, Washington um, State existed first. Mm. Or no. no, you know, I've already screwed it up. <laughs> I think Washington, D.C. existed first. I, that sounds more like Because it. those states in where Washington State is, yeah. is out west, those came later. Washington State? Well, never mind. I'm not even going to make myself look dumber than I am already. But why not just call it D.C.? I agree. District of Columbia, and that's it. And by the way, why not just make it a small state? 
Yes, make it in like, like Delaware is a state, and that's small. Yes, you, you drive through Delaware in seven minutes when you're driving to Florida. I've done it enough. I know. Why is Puerto Rico not a state? You know what Puerto Rico is? It is a uh, piece of land. What do they call it? An unincorporated <laughs> it's a US land. Territory. Uh, territory. Why don't we make that the 51st state? I would love to. How about to. the fact there are people out there that don't even realize Alaska's in our country? In Hawaii. In Hawaii. A lot of people will get this wrong, too. This is not kidding. If you ask people how many states are there, many people will say 52. Come on. I swear. Because they think, and I used to have to think about it myself, they think, well, Alaska and Hawaii, you expect me to forget about those. Those were two additional states added on to the 50, which is not true. The 50 states include Alaska and and Hawaii, which also got me uh, and us talking about uh, with confusing Washington State and Washington, D.C., that why in certain towns do they have the same, like they'll have a a, um, Lake Avenue, they'll have a Lake Street, Mm -hmm. and a Lake Road, all within a very easy driving distance, thus confusing confusing people. Yes. You could pick any name for a street. Why are we not... Why are we doubling up? Why are we doubling up? Yes, Jerry. We don't need a Boomer and Carton Way, Boomer and Carton Road, and a Boomer and Carton Avenue. Right. I happen to agree with you. When I grew up, there was a a Galway and a Galwood, and I thought that was confusing enough. It is confusing. I agree. It's it's stupid. And you know what I like, too? You can always tell when a... um, a real estate guy, a construction guy, who a contractor who builds a little development, like a cookie-cutter development, can always tell that he's the one that named the streets because each one will be named after a woman. And then you'll learn about the contractor, and you find out this road was named after his wife, this one about his daughter, his other daughter, and his ex-wife. Have I, you ever picked up on that? I've I, I not picked up on that one. I have picked up on certain neighborhoods that have a theme, so they might be all names of trees. Sure. Oak Street, Sycamore Avenue, that sort of thing. I kind of like that. Is Sycamore a tree? It is. I know that only, Jerry, because I went to graduate school at Indiana State University. Mm. They are the Indiana State Sycamores. Really? And the the logo was a leaf, but it was from a sycamore tree. Larry Bird went there. Ever make the NCAA tournament? Uh, they have, when you yes. Were there? Well, not when, when, when I was there, there, no, I mean. no. They have so made know. it a few times these past couple years. Mm. You know, they get bounced early. Right. But they were all about uh, Larry Bird, even when I went there in the uh, mid-90s. And why? Early to mid-90s. The freak not. Right. That's what I said. I'll tell you one thing I'm not happy about. You informed me of something before we started this. I honestly cannot understand. You told me Islanders Rangers is on MSG 2 tonight? Yes. I mean, why don't we just put it on MSG plus 2-4? Well, I mean, this is a huge game. And the idea... I get hockey doesn't get ratings, and I love hockey, maybe not as much as Boomer, but pretty close to it, and we watch it almost every night in my house. You are making people that are not hockey fans having to search for this. They're never going to find it. Well, this is my point because I I got a lot of people always screaming at me about they want to talk hockey, and they hit me up on Twitter or on the phone, and I always say, well, no one watches, and da-da-da-da-da. And they're like, well, this is the most important um, regular season game for Rangers-Islanders. Evidently, it's not because the owners of the Rangers are putting them on MSG2. They're putting the Knicks on MSG, regular MSG. And the Knicks, no, you know no one's watching that. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. So this is my point. They know, Even they know no one's going to watch this game, except for the hardcore hockey people who are freaks and very loud and very into their sport, which is tremendous. And I wish there were more of you, but there are not. 
I, I honestly don't understand. For a Knicks, who, I don't even know who they're playing tonight. Are they playing the Jazz I, I or something tonight? I don't they're in even Utah. Know. I mean, this team is so god-awful that you you should bump them to MSG 9 if there even is one. No one could be watching these games, and this is a big game. With the way the Islanders won last night, with the way the Islanders have played literally all year long, to put this game on MSG. Now, are we sure it's MSG 2? Yeah, I actually went to the MSG Network's god. website. Is it on NHL Network or something? Ah, oh, anyway. All right, that well, I don't if that's know. the case, they're making it very complicated. This game, by the way, I think this game is so – it's not going to decide too much, but I, I think this game has so much juice in it tonight. This, to me, should be an NBC Sports Network game. And by the way, if you're out there and, I, and it is my mistake, I apologize. Good, then they got it right. If it's not, then the NHL has made a big mistake because this is a big game tonight and really one that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Jerry, did you see this? Uh, Royals manager Ned Yost was very upset. I guess there was an issue with a whole lot of bees at one of these spring training games. I yep. think it was in Arizona. It was on uh, Sunday, I believe, against the Angels. Where were these bees? Were they just flying all over the field? No, there was. Uh, this is amazing to me that in a major league ballpark, no one noticed this. I mean, I guess they did. That's why they stopped the game. But you know how they have the screen behind home plate? There was a massive hive that was right in the middle of the screen. So maybe for the umpire, for the catcher, you know, it wasn't tremendously far away, but, you know, far enough away where you probably wouldn't notice. But if you're sitting there, I mean, it would have been right in front of you about probably seven or eight feet in the air. So it was an issue, and it was huge. I mean, I had to do something about it. I know he was a little nuts about it. He was upset because uh, they ended up killing all the bees. Yeah. And he thought, well, there's a better way. Have you seen these uh, exterminator shows, like on Animal Planet? I have not. They have one, like he's a, I forget what it's called, um, but he's like a guy who goes and does this extermination stuff. And they have a, a tool that's a vacuum where you, they can vacuum up the bees. Yeah. And they go into this container, and then you take them to another location and release them. That's what he wanted. Yeah, so he was upset that it was sort of a bee genocide, as he put it, I think. That's exactly what he said. Yeah, um, and especially because we are uh, low on honeybees. I've heard that, and he made that reference too. Yeah, and that the, the honeybee in in the grand scheme of things for the environment is very important. I know you ask Eddie, he gets all he's crazy and nuts about it. very crazy about it. I mean, he's basically saying our food supply is going to be gone. Because of the honeybees. Like, real quick. Uh, one of these shows I was watching with this exterminator show, this this uh, couple in some you know Midwest town, they had a, a good sized house and they had a bee situation. Mm. So the exterminator fella um, started taking the siding off of the back of the house. The entire back of their house was a beehive. Oh my god! Underneath all of their siding. Are you serious? Yeah. No, I mean, you're not taking a shop vac to that. No, they were not taking a shop vac to that. It, I'll tell you what. I remember when, as a kid, I got stung by one. Um, we were out playing ball on like a Saturday or something. And I remember we were playing kickball, and the ball went into a bush, and I actually reached down to grab it. And one of the – I guess it's not a carpenter bee. I guess they don't sting. But it was a bigger-sized bee, like a big wasp bee or whatever the hell they are. There's Those wasps are trouble. Yes. Got me right in the arm, and my arm swelled up. Like, really quickly. So, I mean, it's freaky. And at home, I see a bee. I tell the kids, get out of here. I can take their tennis racket. And I start swatting them all over the place. Not good. Uh, the, they say the giant bumblebees don't sting. Is that true? The ones that are big and fat. So, so I thought those were carpenter bees where I all they know. do is eat wood. Um, that I'm not, a, you, not sure. I do not eat wood, Jerry. No, I wasn't going to you. You know you what I think you're thinking of? Termites. They eat no. wood. <laughs> carpenter. Because bees go for flowers and honey. Yes, but carpenter bees literally will chisel a hole in wood. Seriously. Yeah. Like we had a, a swing set where it took, made little tunnels. 
to where I had to knock it down just, and put it. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it becomes dangerous all of a sudden. Woodpeckers do that too. I'm not talking about woodpeckers. Oh, bees, I'm talking right. about carpenter, carpenter bees. bees. Got and it. And they look quite scary. They look big. They look fat, and they make a lot of noise. And yes. I like them. And I take tennis rackets to them, and it's actually kind of fun. Jerry, uh, one last thing before we leave. Uh, Reggie Jackson. You know the old, the old Yankee Stadium had the big blue letters that went across the top of the stadium that said Yankee Stadium? Absolutely, yes. Well, Reggie, when the, they were destroying the old stadium and they were selling things off, Reggie Jackson bought all of those letters really? that say Yankee Stadium. And evidently, he paid about fifty grand for them. Each? Uh, for, the, for the set. That's it? Yes, which did seem low to me as well. Wow. Um, and his idea was he was going to display them at his house somewhere, but it turns out that they're, they're gigantic letters and he, yes. he in fact couldn't, uh, <laughs> couldn't display them at his house. So he's putting them up for auction and they're expected to go for like $300,000. That's great. Well, yeah. Charity. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It could be. I, I don't know. I didn't okay. get that far in the story. Um, but he's looking for somebody to buy them that will display them. These gigantic Yankee Stadium. I, I'm roof? not sure where you would put them, but they, they do have lights in them. You can illuminate them. Great. That is a great what, item for Christmas? a big Yankee fan. Yeah. But you, what can you do with them? Like, let's say you had a big, uh, like a, a bar down in your basement. <laughs> or you owned a bar. You can put the Y in there. No, you can, if you did them around the perimeter of the but whole you know bar. how big they are? I don't. Those were visible by airplanes right. flying overhead. They are large. They're huge. I'll give you an example. When, when the radio stage, when Mike and Chris's show, when I guess when Chris left and it became Francesca Solo, or maybe when they changed whatever, when they changed this paraphernalia in their studio in Astoria, they had this big thing that was on the wall, Mike and Chris, pictures of them, all this, FAN, blah, 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 blah. And anybody who wants it, feel free to take it. I'm like, this is going to be awesome. I'll take this. I'll put it home. I have an office at home. I'm going to put it right on the wall. Until I got it home, and it was bigger than the room. Right. You don't realize how big this stuff is. And you're talking about on a stadium. Yes. No good. This was gigantic. Yes. Reggie also, at the time, he bought his locker. Now, now that's that cool. That is cool. I like that idea. That would be like if we bought the lockers in the back. Yes. That would make a lot of sense. By the way, you know Tiki's got in the locker number 21. That's kind of neat. It does. And in fact, I uh, tweeted that out a couple months is ago. Is that true? I was just looking at lockers. I thought, oh, you know, that's like funny. Boomer would need to have number locker seven. seven. I just noticed today. That's yeah. pretty neat. Number 21. Is that a show? That is a show, Derek Jerry. All right. Hopefully back tomorrow. Happy. Good luck with your cat. stars of the show Alan Jerry okay picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road any road the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h-track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.